in the words of the great Tony, Tony, Tony. Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. And this is the Fat Man Chronicles. Welcome to episode 90, a, spe- a special anniversary edition. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Twitter was like 100 or something like that. Well, but it's our actual anniversary. <laughs> it is our actual like anniversary. mine and yours. Yes. So anyway, I'm Pete and sitting across from me as always is my beautiful wife of 10 years today. 10 years. Look at that. A decade. Gretchen and we are a regular couple on the journey with you to health fitness, weight loss, and a better life. How's it going? It's good. It's been a good day. It's been a good day. I mean, you had to work. I had to work. Well, I mean, mine is air quote work. (laughs) It's actual work, but it's not. It's so I still can't get used to it. (laughs) You get paid for part of what you do. Right. It's work. I believe when the No Fear Project comes out, it will be able to help sustain an income. Totally, totally. Which totally is believe. still not out. <laughs> It'll get there. But it will get there. It'll get there. All right. Well, let's start it out with what's in that bottle. We are drinking white this evening because we had sushi for our anniversary. We did. For anniversary dinner one. Right. <laughs> uh, we stayed home tonight and so we had some sushi. You made me choose and that's what I chose. So we're having a Shannon um, from Field Recordings. And it's delicious, Sun Blanc, 100%. And it is absolutely, this is my third glass. So this should be a, a fun uh, fun podcast. It should be great. <laughs> Shannon Blanc, I love. Yeah. And especially this kind of dry, went really well with the sushi. It has a little bit of like honeyed citrus. It's very drinkable. It's very drinkable. Chuggable I, for some. I did not chug. I've, uh, been, I've been drinking, but. All right. Well, this segment has been brought to you by <laughs> that wine pod. The wine industry's newest and hottest podcast. Hottest podcast. Hosted by myself and Vino Mike. Vino Mike. I love it. I, I mean, it's like <laughs> the only advertising we do on the show. Pretty much. For my other podcast. For your other podcast. Right? <laughs> All right. Well, you've had a couple. Yes. Do you got any views from the couch this week? So um, I have been able to try and catch up on my shows. Um, I've been catching up on Mass Singer. So, but I won't talk about that one because it just aired last night. So I don't want to do any spoilers. So the one I'm going to focus on is the one that I keep. It's like every day, I tr- every week, I I think I'm caught up, and then they have like four episodes in one week. It's just it's hard. So, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is like the never-ending show. This is worse than Real Housewives at this point. It is like, so there's 90 Day Fiance, and then there's 
like they have their own views from the couch. They call it like pillow talk. And basically, Look, I've seen two dudes in bed <laughs> talking about this right. show. Yes. I've seen two women sitting on a couch talking about. Right. I've seen couples sitting yes. on yes. like the same chair talking about it. <laughs> so it it is fully embracing every every possible way to right. talk about the show. It is. It's pretty funny. So, but there's there's one couple I want to like talk about. So. There's a couple that um, he's from Turkey and she lives in Nebraska and she has three children and the children's father is not part of the, their lives anymore. So she's a single full full on single mom and she she's a beekeeper, which I think is just fascinating to me. Did she does she live in like Bellevue? Yeah, she lives in Bellevue, Nebraska. Yes. Kevin probably knows her. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and it's fascinating that she's like a beekeeper. It's like you don't see many beekeepers, right? So anyway, so this and this guy is a beekeeper as well over in Turkey. Did they find each other on beekeepermatch.com? I think it was. I think it was. So they have a huge la- language barrier. Like he doesn't speak English at all. So they have to use like an app on their phone to communicate most of the time. Um, so the part that's fascinating about this couple is, is that, you know, she's just looking for someone to spend her life with. Like she just wants to be happy and the bees aren't enough and the bees aren't enough. And she, you know, he comes over and you find out like his family knows nothing about like, so she has three children and he's Muslim and like his family can't know about her children. Like he says that if they find out about her children, they will disown him. And it's just this, like, I find it interesting because it's, I really, you're rooting for her to find love because she seems like she's a genuine, nice person, you know, and she just, you know, she's raising her three boys and, you know, they seem a little, you know, might be a little out of control at some points, you know, like the oldest, like they're not giving this guy a chance, I feel. And, but he's also like basically said, well, I can't tell my family about you boys because I'd be disowned. And so therefore I'm not telling them. It's like, well, that's a huge part of her life. And the boys are all concerned that they're going to, that she's just going to leave them to go move to Turkey to be with this guy. And she's like told him over and over again that, no, I would never choose him over you. You are my lives and stuff, but I just want to be happy. And he makes me happy. And so it's just kind of interesting. And it's like, I don't see how this is ever going to work out. Like the language barrier one is a huge issue. Like usually there's always, there's been couples that have had language barriers before, but the one has been trying to learn English, you know, or vice versa, depending on which way the, the move is going. And he just doesn't seem to be trying. I don't know. It's just, I don't know if his heart is truly in it. And I kind of feel bad for her because I feel like she's all in on this and I don't, th- I'm not getting the same feeling from him. So, well, I'm sure it's not easy for these apiarists to find each other. Right. <laughs> is that what they're called? I think so. <laughs> and so like he came and looked at her like beehives and he's like, these are a mess. And he's like, basically told her like, she's a horrible beekeeper. <laughs> like, and she's like, wait, what? <laughs> he's wow. like, yeah, it was kind of harsh, okay. a little harsh, but um, so I don't know. So we'll see if they make it. But I so just... is the part that fascinates you the cultural difference? The cultural difference in the fact that he's so he's basically moved to America, right? Moved to America to marry this woman, and like his family has to know that he's getting married, right? I think they know that part, but they don't like they don't know that she's got three children. 
I mean, it's just, I don't understand. Like, how would you not, like, how can you not share that with them? All right. So. Okay. It's like, it's, like, it's sad to me. I, I don't, I mean, like, I feel like it's a small twist on all the other stories <laughs> of the same thing, but that's just me. I don't watch them. I don't, I don't get the nuance. Well, you watch them every once in a while when you're upstairs with me. Which is not often anymore. No. <laughs> and I don't really watch them. No. They're just kind of on all the time. Which is like what it is for me sometimes too, yeah. which is just kind of on, on mm. in the background. So. I think that it's much more important to talk about making it. <laughs> it's a good show. Which is not as dirty as it may have sounded. Mm-mm. It is the show where uh, Nick, <laughs> Nick Offerman. Offerman, yeah, I think so. And Amy Poehler. Yes. Parks and Rec fame. Yes. Worked together there. He He's married to Megan Mullally. Yep. Who was also on that show, was also on Parks and Rec as oh, yeah. one of the... That's <laughs> his crazy ex, right? One, one of the crazy exes <laughs> that all have the same name, yeah. Uh, but it's a show where these people who have a specialty and some craft right woodworking paper balloons something like that they all get together and then they do crafts on the show but it's not small crafts all the time and matter of fact they're like none of them are really small right they They always make them into something spectacular yeah i mean they're always something gigantic and i have zero (laughs) i have zero talent with that kind of stuff no crafting abilities here and i honestly don't find crap like i I don't find it interesting to walk through Michael's <laughs> or the Hobby Lobby. The, the Hobby Lobby. <laughs> but I find that show absolutely fascinating. And well, because I, they bring humor to it, too. Like they ha- it's well, like they're they, hilarious. They do like a stand-up routine. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> and then they have a band that they're forming at the end of the show yes. with all the contestants that have been kicked off. Yeah. So. But I, I even find the crafts, though, interesting. Yeah. And I, I just find the show really, really good. I, I think the challenges that they've come up with. So like the one that we watched tonight was to make a piggy bank. Yeah, that was cool. And the one that was so fascinating, I mean, they were, they were all really good. Yes. But the one he made like a shadow box that was in the wall. Right. And it had a story going all the way through optical illusions. And then yeah. to get the money out, you... Literally could slide the thing like in a drawer, like out of the wall. <laughs> right. It was unbelievable. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And yeah, it was oh, very no. good. I hope we didn't spoil it <gasps> oh. for too many people. I know. Right? The, the, <laughs> we should have said I spoiler alert. <laughs> I need a Venn diagram of the 15 <laughs> listeners of this show and the 87,000 people who watch Making It. Yeah. He did a great job. He did a really good. They all do a great job. But yeah, that one was really cool what they did. And sometimes like for the most part, we agree with, you know, who wins and stuff like that. But there have been times where we're like, like where we find like a really cool, like they've done like um, lawn displays for the different holidays. And it's not like, you know, do a Christmas. It's like pick whatever you want. And like the one kid did a, a display for a groundhog day. Right. And he like made this groundhog that like popped out of the ground, basically that was moving and stuff. And it was just, it's a, it's a cool show. And Michaela likes watching it. She pretends that she's making 
whatever. Okay. <laughs> one right. one time they had to make a wreath, and it just so happened out of her advent calendar was a wreath that had stickers. Oh boy! So she got to make a wreath with the guys from making it, and so she was very excited. I think Lily would like to watch this one with us. I think we have watched it with her yeah. once. Yeah. Daniel, man, you know. Yeah, Daniel just sits there. It's not really not going to be his his cup of tea. No. But uh, if you want to check out a nice. Very short, yeah, like eight episode, yeah, it's mid-season a mid season thing. It's really fun, yes. I, I think the, the finale, finale is tonight, I believe. Oh, it's tonight, I think so. Oh, wow, yeah. So we have one or two hours of, of making make, it left. That's it, that's it. Oh, well, all yeah. right, don't be sad. Okay, so how's your training? Uh, yeah, no, non existent, nope, zero. Any, any, contact? did I go out to walk? No, since we record, when did we record? I don't know, babe. We do this every time. <laughs> I know. And I, I mean, that one is not, it's basically. I went to walk once. It's I zero just don't or remember. One. It was, I think, no, I think we were on the air and I said we were going to walk the next day and okay. we did. Okay. And that's all we've done. <laughs> is that all that Arwen's done too, you think? Uh, yeah, we haven't. We, I think we just, well, no. So she was going, no, that's when Michaela was sick. So no, that was a while ago. So yeah, no. Um, yeah, we were going to go out, but then there was a chance of rain, and it was really cold. <laughs> what are you, Newman? <laughs> it was a chance of rain, and it was really windy, and oh. so I'm like, okay, let's try for tomorrow. Let's try for Tuesday. Oh, yeah, that was right. It was going to be, we we're going to try for Monday, and it was like a chance of rain, and I was going to the city, and I was just like, eh, I'm not going to feel, I'm not feeling this, so we were going to go for Tuesday. And then neither of us reached out to each other. So <laughs> nice. Well, I my training has been <laughs> so, yeah. lighter than normal. Yeah. I decided to take a few days off. I didn't I haven't really talked about it, but I had that one pain in my toe that happened a while ago, oh, and it yeah. reoccurred on my oh. last run. And I gutted it did out. A, you did a long one um, this past weekend, right? Yeah, a little bit longer, but not n- nothing where. I needed to be. Okay. So I gave it a few days rest and now that pain is gone. Oh, good. So, which was way faster than last time. Well, that's good. So I can get right back at it and just have to keep an eye on that. If that keeps happening, I'll have to go see somebody. But, you know, I hate feet, even my own. <laughs> so like, do you have to like thought close of going your to, eyes oh. and like, like put it like, like a, a curtain between you and the person while they examine your, your feet or something? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to have to do. I might just have to have like a doll and point. At the, <laughs> this is what hurts. <laughs> because. So wrong. The, the, it's, it's just a foot. It's I know. <laughs> it's gross. Feet are gross. They're so bad. There's nothing good about them. And I don't want them touched. Uh, the answer is no. Unless they're baby feet. Baby feet are great. <laughs> baby feet are awesome. Is that because they can't walk on them yet or anything? I mean, that's part of it. But even when they can walk, like even Michaela's feet now, I don't mind. It, it's it, She's not far away from them becoming a problem. I was about to say, at what age do feet become a problem? It's more about the size than the oh, okay. age. Okay. There's just something about when they, <laughs> they start to morph <laughs> into <laughs> disgusting blobs <laughs> on the end of your of your legs. <laughs> They're the, I mean, they're functional and they're very important. Yeah. You they're have, just gross. You need, you need feet. And yeah. Michaela loves to be sock off. Oh, she, so. she, yeah, she does not like, she's not my child. 
I cannot. She, I will sleep with no. I don't sleep with socks on. But like walking around know, the house, I hate that too. But that's I can't sleep with socks on. I know. On. Ten that's years. Just, we're gonna just... we're gonna last. <laughs> I got no choice. It's, it's not like I like touch you with my feet. Sometimes. Or that's usually when you're starting to like you're snoring or you're breathing something. I'm trying to get you to like turn a little bit, so then I'll I'll touch you and just make you turn. <laughs> I, I don't like to know that that's on purpose. <laughs> no, I we're don't. Gonna touch have you. A, we're gonna have a talk. About I don't this. touch you with my feet on purpose. I do not because that would be really mean on my part. <laughs> no, I mean, is there not? Is there any human body part that disgusts you <laughs> besides the obvious? <laughs> Well, no. no, that's good. I I don't. There's that's good. I, I know. It's, I it's have a thing. other. I have other like things that make me go, Ugh, but like body, like fingers, teeth. No, nothing really. No. Not even if they're stupid, gnarly, or. I don't like the. Um, I will say so. I had a friend in college, and his he had the like the ape feet, like where like they were like fingers. They were no, really long like toes. Like really long toes on his feet. Like he could tap you like on the shoulder could, with them yes, while he, he was standing next to you. Well, he could like pick up a pen. Like he's picked up, like he like would pick writer. up a write. Yeah. yeah, he could write with his feet and stuff. And like that freaked me out a little yeah. bit. It wasn't gross though. It was more freaky. Well, I would have just run screaming. So. <laughs> From the room. Yeah. So anyway, so your foot. So after all that, yeah. it's better now though. It's getting so. better. It's getting better. And uh, it t- well, today was not only our anniversary. It was also Chicago it, lottery drawing. More day. important than our anniversary probably was Chicago marathon draw- lottery. Right. And a lot of people got in. Yes. Uh, of course, because a lot of people get in. <laughs> yeah. And congratulations to all of you. Of I'm course. not. I'm not part of it. How many, how many years is? I think. This is either four or five okay. that I've put in and not not gotten picked. I feel like at some point they just need to let you in. Like, okay, we give up. Fine. You can run the race. Oh, I'm totally taking this one personal. <laughs> I don't know who I pissed off at, you know, at the Chicago Marathon, but it's definitely somebody. Is it still Bank of America? Uh, or it is. They, is it? Remember our friend Bill used to, he works at Bank of America. Maybe like, maybe oh, it's does? him. Yeah. Oh, well, that could maybe be. he's in there saying, don't that, let this dude in. Yeah. That's just a sponsor. <laughs> I think that the race director who I was in a meeting with once may, may hate me. Oh boy. Uh, so Carrie Minkowski, I apologize for whatever it was I did. No, I, it's random. It's completely random and you don't get more entries. Like if you haven't made it. Or whatever. You just yeah. You just have to deal with it. And it happens. You're right. I'm not bitter about it. It's <laughs> all a joke. I it, it's would have been cool. Are you relieved no, at all? No, last year I was secretly relieved. Okay. This year I'm ready to train for, for, for it. For something. Yeah. Yes. I'm ready to train for it. So I'm I wasn't. Yeah. Um I think that I can Go ahead now and plan my schedule, though. So I have a call tomorrow with Coach Andy. Nice. We're going to talk talk about some things, <laughs> some stuff. I've got to write a plan for another for two people actually right oh, now. So look at you. Uh, well, people are kind enough to let me write some plans, <laughs> and because you got to get a few more, yeah, just exactly. a couple more. I just want to get a couple more under my belt. Uh, I think these are the last two pro bono right ones that I'm writing, and then. Hey, I could try to recoup some of that cost back. <laughs> it's one of my many avenues of trying to find revenue, right? So you're meeting with Andy yeah. tomorrow, Coach Andy tomorrow? Yeah. I, so I'm going to go for sure to two races. I'm going to go to the Christie Clinic Illinois Marathon at 
down in Champaign-Urbana yep. at the University of Illinois. I'm either doing the half or the full there. Yes. And full disclosure, I'm leaning towards the full. Right. I am because going. It's super flat. It is pancake flat. Yeah. The second race that I'm doing for the year for sure is the 50K at the Badger Trail races. Right. They do have a race in May now, the end of May. Oh, yeah. It's a 50K, 50 miler. Oof. I think, but I just don't think I'm ready to yeah. do multiple. I think it was a kids weekend, though, too, I want to say. It I might think, be. I, I think, think it would be w- cool to take them up there. Right. I, it's a different, little bit different part of the trail. I would love to be part of the. I just love what they're doing. So I'd right. love to be you, a part of it. You like the group. You like the community of the whole of it right. all. So well, yeah. I mean, the podcast is fantastic. That's how right. I got the original connection. But then after the last, the first race, yeah, definitely have a connection to to them and getting to be on ten junk miles was great. They're just awesome people. Mm-hmm. So I want to be a, a little bit of a part of that. But I don't want to do multiple. I'm not up to multiple ultras yeah. um, in a year yet. Okay. And doing a marathon and, and an like, ultra again is like going to be a big deal. Yeah. My point being that that one I am i can't wait for. Right. And today we actually made our reservation today. Yep. Same bed and breakfast as last time yep. for me. And this time I'm hopefully going to be able to go. Hopefully you'll be there. So the cameo rose. Yep. Made made the reservation. It's fantastic. The breakfast was just awesome. <laughs> Can't wait for that on Saturday before running on Sunday. Actually, we'll probably have to go out there for the start, come back, do the breakfast. You'll have well, to do that? I would hope that you'd come with me if you're going. You're going to get the full experience. Oh, boy. Here we go. You're getting immersed. <laughs> I'm going to be immersed. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I got that. And then I will do a fall Something. Something. Either a marathon or a half marathon. It depends on what I end up doing in the spring. So right now I'm leaning towards the full in the spring. Right. The 50K, August 1 or 2, whatever it is. Right. And then doing a half marathon in the fall and looking to PR in the marathon and in the half marathon and probably in the 50K too. So I would say if it was me, not that this would ever be me. (laughs) <laughs> I would think doing the marathon first, okay, would help then help your training for the 50, right? And then just then doing the half after the 50 because you've already like you've gone 50, right? So now you're just you're not just doing, but you're doing a half. I feel like your body would be okay with that like yeah. knowing how you were after and obviously you're going to do more training you're further along you know what to expect so the 50k this time is going to be better than it was last time but knowing how your body was and how tired you were and how your legs were just like you, you didn't realize how much your legs were just beat up after that 50k i would think doing a half after that would be the smarter path i would think as far as order wise yeah i was okay though within a week yeah, you were okay. I was okay no. within a week. And I mean, back you drove to... home. You were okay, but you also didn't do as much running afterwards either. Like you were running for sure. Don't get me wrong. You were running. You were getting in your miles and stuff like that. But you even said like you you didn't realize how much you were, how much it took out of you. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I know more what to expect this time around. And yeah. the training cycle in the summer won't get to me as much. Right. 
Hopefully it's not as hot. Well, we won't be well, we won't be on a cruise this summer. So right, running on a boat, <laughs> running on a boat. You know, two weeks before you're supposed to do this 50k, that won't that won't be going this right. time. Yeah. So the I after that, obviously I've got plenty of miles. So it's not about that. It's about speed, right? And building up more speed for longer periods of time, right? right. And I'm looking forward to the challenge. The big focus. I kind of took my eye off the ball. Obviously, we talked about it a lot this year yeah. on the weight loss piece of it. And it's not weight loss for weight loss sake. It's weight loss because I feel better and less weight is just easier to run around on. Right. Exactly. I've been pretty lucky that all my injuries have been short term. Yeah. I've never been truly hurt Nothing where I've would. had to be down for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time. Right. Even when I rolled my ankle, I came back pretty fast. Yes. Agreed. And I don't want to tempt fate by continuing to run. Yeah. On, you know, the bigger body. If I can get some pounds off, I think it's going to be great. Right. Either way, I've got three races I'm going to do. And there may be shorter ones along the way, of course. Right. right? So Darian and Darian and Dash, the Arboretum. The Arboretum. Yep. I want to do, if I could... PR and the 10k and the 5k I'm in there too because just so then let's see then your your goal would be so then it'll be a, a PR for a marathon a half a 10 and a 5 now you just need an 8k in there right and I'm not doing the shamrock shop <laughs> and then you can do it all yeah. <laughs> and a 50k right I forgot about the 50k yeah that would be like what is that six no. PR if you get an 8k well, don't in there? forget I've well I've never run I one of the things that really interests me and Megan um, talks about this all the time. The mile interests oh, me a lot. Right, yeah. I would really love yeah, to get faster. That too. Yeah, you mentioned that as well. Right now, the distances still kind of are eating at me. Yeah. Especially the marathon because I did it. I knew I was going out there just to finish and I have no regret on that. I right. did have a problem that day. Rob stayed with me, which yep. I'm eternally grateful for. Mm-hmm. But I want to run a good marathon. Yeah, for sure. I, I really think I could do that in Champagne Urbana. I think so. Yeah. So Maybe. I got that. Yeah. I don't have any races planned for next year. You Except will do for the, the, the Arboretum. Arboretum. I'll the do the Arboretum. Arboretum. Yeah. You probably, you probably, well, I don't know. We'll see. Arwen might talk you into one. <laughs> she keeps trying. She tries. Right. I'm going to run the marathon like somebody with bare feet coming at me. <laughs> there, you how, there you go. There you go. That's I'm going to run it. Michaela will be excited. She loves to watch you run. So she's going to go with us down to Champagne, And I mean, she loves to go out there and, and cheer you on. So that'll be yeah. fun. I think the other kids they, enjoy it they too. They would too. That's, if, if you do the half that we were talking about, potentially in the fall, that's a, I believe that falls on a kid's weekend. Typically. Could be. Yeah. I, I'd so. have to look. I'm, I'm excited about trying though. Yeah. It'll be a good year of racing. Yep. All right. Well, I think we need to get over into my podcast corner. Yes. Oh, I listened to this one. Yeah, you did. So I want to, I want to bring the attention over to Finding Fred. It's a podcast about finding Fred Rogers in yeah. today's world. So a caveat here: if you are <laughs> sensitive politically, yeah, I would not recommend listening to every episode unless you don't mind getting a little aggravated, right? Or if you can objectively listen to something and understand the underlying message through the political undertone and overtones. Right. Right. But he does get political in most episodes. There's okay. 
a new one that I haven't listened to, but I've listened to all the others. I happen to like to get different views from everybody. Right. And I can handle, even if I don't agree, I try to shut my mind off on agree or disagree, which will become a theme soon mm-hmm. in when we talk about New Year's. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, but episode four of this podcast. There's no political in this one. There's no political. If you want a story that is going to make you absolutely sad and then (laughs) find hope and joy and have a whole new respect for me. Yeah. I had a huge amount of respect for Fred Rogers anyway. And this podcast, this episode in particular, made me have an entirely new respect for him. And And I even talked to you about the fact that so the gist of it is, I'll give the gist of it because you could still listen and, and get many yeah, more details. Get, yeah. So the gist of it is that a a little girl has a, an issue with her brain. Yeah, she's, yeah. And the only way to control seizures, these big, big seizures, is to have ha- a, a hemispherectomy. Right. So the left side of her brain removed. Right. That That was like, that's all that could happen. And she's having these seizures, and the only thing that is happening where she doesn't have a seizure is when she watches Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Given that, the mom reaches out to Mr. Rogers, you know, he contacts them she, before. Now all she was looking for was, like, an autograph picture. That right, she that's can all hang, she looked for. She just right. wanted an autograph picture Correct. to hang up in the hotel room before, right. uh, I mean, the hospital room before she went in for the surgery. Right. That's all she wanted. Right. And he ends up calling this girl and talking to her and all the characters. And this little girl goes through the surgery. Mr. Rogers doesn't hear anything. So he calls them at the hospital and then says, hey, I want to come see her. And he does. And this is at a time where media exists, of course, right? right? Yes, there are. Yes. But it's publicists and all that wonderful stuff. But but it's not today's world, right? No. With social media and all the frenzy that goes into these types of appearances by public figures, right? Right, right. He did this so quietly and then befriended her yeah. for a lifetime. And there's one part that I'm not going to reveal what it was, but there's a part where Mr. Rogers figures out, or, or he already knows, right? But he finds a way... To honor this little girl's brother. Yeah. And I'm just absolutely blown away by this. So, yeah. I mean, you always knew that Mr. Rogers was like this amazing person, right? I mean, how uh-huh. can... For sure. How can he have this children's show? How can he be so amazing? How can he touch out to so many kids through so many years? And then you just hear this story that I'm sure is not unique. I'm sure this was just like he did this for... Like, I just feel like that was just who he was. Like, if someone reached out to him and, like, said that their kid was sick, I just feel like he just did it, not for publicity, not for anything, just because he was just this genuine good guy. Yeah. I mean, whether it's a unique thing or not, I'm not sure. He couldn't have done it too often or else he would have had no time. (laughs) Right. Either way, though, it's something that just be ready to be emotional. Yeah. Because if sure. you don't get a little bit emotional, a little bit misty-eyed on this one, then... Then you're dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> then you need to check the heartbeat. But anyway, I, I really it think it'd be good. a good one. It was very good. I enjoyed it. So I love the I love the entire podcast, but if you're yeah. 
sensitive to the political stuff. Yeah, be careful. more if you're coming from right leaning, I think, than <laughs> than left leaning. This is obviously a little bit more liberal on on that part of it. Yeah. Um, but if you are squeamish to that or don't like it, then don't listen to everything. Just but this listen. episode has zero of it. Yeah, just listen to episode four because yeah. that just everyone should listen to it. Yeah. All right. So from that, yes. I wanted to talk to you about keto 2.0. 2.0. We were never keto though. So how are we 2.0? Uh, we are not. We are not. What is this? Keto 2.0 is the new thing. And what is this? All right. So let's define keto. Okay. Real quick. All right. Um, keto is, oops, you have somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 to 90% of what you eat is fat. Okay. Right? About 5%, give or take, is from carbs. Some people say 5 to 10%. Okay. And then the middle part is is protein, right? So typically you'll have like 75% fat, 20% protein, and 5% carb, right? Then you are in ketosis. Got it. That's, that's the typical keto. When people say keto, that's kind of what they mean, right? Right. Keto 2.0 <laughs> shifts things okay. to about 50% fat, okay. about 30% protein, okay. and about 20% carbs. Wow. And they're allowing things like moderation of plant-based foods like fruit, uh, fresh fruit. Fresh fruit, okay. Uh, oats, lentils. Oh, really? Legumes. Wow. But in but in very, very but but staying away still from processed stuff, right? Okay. So it's interesting, right? That, so they're calling it keto two point Okay. Number one, it can't really be keto because twenty percent <laughs> carbs, you're not going to be in ketosis, right? Exactly, because that's like a that's like a like a, that's a it's like a, a measurable thing to be in. So. Yeah. If that's what your if your goal is to be in ketosis, that's this isn't this isn't going to do it. You can live very healthy this way though, because I look at these macros and I'm like, oh, this is fairly close to like a Mediterranean diet, right? Macro, yeah. And it gets into the foods that they have always said, like, and it's kind of the shift that we've made in our thinking, right? Not executing. But we think about it a lot. But thinking to no processed foods, right? right? Yeah. Getting to hashtag NPF. I don't think we eat a lot of, well, maybe. Lately we have. We're just yeah. not in a good cycle and we'll break out of it. Yeah. N- not anytime soon. better. Soon. Yes, it has been better. Oh, oh yeah. I was I was gaining weight. So let's, let's be clear. Yeah. I went back to intermittent fasting most of the time. Yeah. And when I do that and... I may I just eat in that window. Yeah. I just can't eat enough to gain. Right. So I've either lost at the beginning and now I've learned how to stay steady. Yeah. Within a couple of pound, you know, fluctuation every day. So right? when we recorded last time, we said that we hope next time we recorded that we would see a turn. And I'd say I think we have. We have. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look, sushi is not terrible. Right. Eating as much sushi as we did, probably not. The best we probably could use we've more eaten, sashimi, right? Yeah. We've eaten more, though. Oh, <laughs> look. Okay, you can't ever qualify it like that because 
There's only going to be one day of my life where I didn't eat more. And I've eaten a lot. I know. Right? And I don't like that thinking. Yeah. I mean, I know you mean it as a joke, but I don't yeah. like that. I mean, I, and for me, I can't have that. That yeah. thinking yeah. has been what's gotten me in trouble. Right. Well, I've been worse. Right? That's not That's not a good measuring stick. So I found this one interesting because I've seen. interesting. I didn't know what about it and then on the instagram i've seen a lot of hashtag like the facebook <laughs> well it used to be the facebook that's you know? true that is true um well sometimes i look at the instagram when i'm walking around the jewels so i see this key hashtag keto 2.0 oh yeah so of course i'm like what's that what is it what up with that so uh i went and looked it up and saw this and was kind of Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Okay. Very, very interesting. Okay. You know, so we got that going on. Well, that's interesting. I don't, I don't really have anything else to say about it <laughs> other than what we did. So is this like, a, is this something that just can't, is this fairly new in the in the keto world? Uh, I don't know. Pro- oh, okay. I think, I know it's hot right now. It's to, hot right now. Got but it. basically, I think what happened was people are like, hey, that's too much fat. Yeah. You know, fruit's good for you. Duh. Which, yes, we agree. Fruit is good for you. I don't think, I don't think I you mean, should sit down and eat 80 bananas, but a banana. I miss bananas. You know, here and there is not going to, if that's what, if that's get, what's we making you gain weight. If that's what's making you gain weight, then yeah. get to a doctor. Right, exactly. <laughs> because you probably have some things that you need to be looking at, right? Right, for sure. So you got that. That's funny. And in the neighborhood of food. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Are we are we talking about what's the what I was You bring in, yeah, you talk about it. Okay. So one of my coworkers, Morgan, um, out in California. Hey Morgan. Um, she has started listening she's like learned more about me than she's probably ever wanted to know about me and she was me too (laughs) yes um so she was listening to the recap of omaha of our omaha trip and we're and she gets to the part where we talk about your how you said that piper pepper is spicy and she's listening to the podcast and we have instant message through work and she instant messages me and she in all capital letters she says pepper is spicy like she full is all on the pepper is spicy train she's like i say it to my husband all the time and he gives me a hard time saying yes piper is a pepper is a spice but it's not spicy and she totally she's all in on with you that pepper is spicy by definition <laughs> a spice is spicy. spicy yes that's that's just definition so so she's all team pete when what it did, comes to what did she think what was it that you said grapefruit oh when i oh she didn't make a comment about my grapefruit how yeah. i thought yeah i'm pretty See? sure you're the only one on that one <laughs> i really feel like grapefruit has like a pepper type thing to it no? i think that's just the sharpness of the citrus getting to you maybe or the is. three meals that I had prior to drinking that Could one. Could have been. <laughs> All the ginger, which is? It's spicy. Spicy. It's spicy. Ginger so, is spicy. So someone else is on the P- Team Pete for Team Pepper is spicy. Right. Hashtag. Well, I think almost anybody who drinks wine <laughs> understands that when you say, oh, that's got some, like some spice to it, you're talking about, or it's spicy, it's got uh-huh. black pepper. Right. You know, or white pepper. Because, you know, here's an interesting fact. What? White pepper yeah. is actually spicier on the scale than black pepper. <laughs> really? 
really? I always thought white pepper was milder. No. No? I don't think so. Oh, I th- we have some upstairs. We should go upstairs and do a taste gonna, test. Do you want to do that on air? <laughs> on air. We'll <laughs> 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 start sneezing on air. That's a great podcast. Now, don't, s- don't sniff <laughs> the pepper. Taste it. Don't sniff it. <laughs> First, he's talking about hating feet. Now he's sniffing pepper. This is going downhill Seriously, fast. Seriously, <laughs> this guy, he needs help. So much. So many issues. So, oh, yeah. that's for sure. Lots of issues. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I meant to say that last time, and I forgot until after we finished the podcast. And so, I wanted to nice. give you a little support. You got some support. <laughs> well, you're on the bandwagon for that, too. I, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I, I agree that pepper can be spicy, too. I was so. just wondering if we've gotten any more reviews. I don't think so, though. No? No, I think everybody's going <laughs> over to that, that wine pod to give a couple of reviews. <laughs> we've tapped out. <laughs> As a percentage, it's a fairly decent percentage of people who have left a... I know. Already. Here's one thing I will... I'll take the time to explain, though. Okay. Ooh. That that makes the the microphone go. I know, I know. Go dizzy. Here, fill time. Yeah, what do you want me to say? Well, I don't know. You're, you're a <laughs> professional podcaster. We're, this is episode ninety. Figure I know, it out, right? No, but I just sit here and talk. That's why I don't I don't fill time. Yeah, I'm gonna go with no more. No more. Uh, okay. Here's one thing I will say though: if you're going to take the time, yeah, to leave a rating, meaning yeah. the stars, right? You need to take a minute just to, to write to, something. to write the review. It could be 10 seconds. It could be great show. Yeah, that's all you or, have to say. Or Pete's an idiot. Well, or yeah, that's like, that's like. hashtag Team Gretchen, whatever it is, right? Yeah. It could be anything, but you have to leave a review or else I don't think it, if it's just a rating, it counts it as, just, much. as much. As, as much yeah. as the words. Uh, that's what I was reading in, in, um, in, the... <laughs> in, the, in the Apple Podcasts podcaster's guide to <laughs> making 14 cents on your podcast the dummy's guide to podcasting yeah basically that's actually not simple enough for me <laughs> look this thing gets on the air i think i'm doing pretty good hey and i'm editing edit. another you one edit and you were you you full on edit on that wine on pod. That wine pod. Starting so, episode three, I did, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, and episode four is going to be really tricky. I'm still <laughs> kind of well, working on Well, because we had it. a, um, was it episode four was when we had the power outage in the yeah. middle of it? Yeah, Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, sorry. My bad. Jeez. <laughs> Can't even get that. I couldn't even find you. Our, our daughter's school is like texting, come pick up your kid. We have no power. You turned off your phone. I'm like, oh. Because it was on airplane mode because I'm trying to record. I know, because rec- I knew you were recording. I mean. I knew you were. I got work to do. <laughs> I'm at work too. Don't be telling me come get on. I know. I know. Here's my you know thing. Be prepared, school, for the power outage. <laughs> be prepared. Don't be telling me to come get the kid. The be kids, prepared. Because you know what? You ain't giving me a discount. <laughs> the kids were safe. They didn't say you have to. They said if you could, it would be helpful. That sounds like come get my kid. Come get your kid. Close. It was pretty close. We pay you to raise our child for, <laughs> for those hours. Yeah. All right. Anything else for you this 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 week? I got nothing for you. All right. Well, I'm going to start out by thanking the patrons. Yes. Amy, James, Christine, Linda, Rob, Julie. We really appreciate it. As we always say, couldn't do it without you. And especially as we head towards another new year, getting close to episode 100. It's oh, been... We're at the thing of something pretty spectacular for episode 100. It's just going to be like two sentences. 
And then mic drop. And then mic drop. We're done. Right? <laughs> and then everybody's going to go, oh, thank God this is over. I <laughs> we, thought, it's like I was invested. I couldn't stop. It's it's like when Elaine has the, the sandwich. Oh, like, right. It's a horrible sandwich. It's like a horrible sandwich, but she was invested in the process of getting to the free exactly, one. Exactly. Exactly. That's what people are like. They're hoping. Can't wait. And then Denim Vest took it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. If you've never seen Seinfeld, that's spoiled, too. Spoiler alert. All right. All right. That's it. That's it. Thank you for listening to episode 90 of The Fat Man Chronicles. The music is You Got Me Wrong by Safar. You can find us on social media. I post here and there. Go to fatmanchronicles.com. Check out the blog, which will be weekly and through the end of the year. After that, who knows? <laughs> Daily. No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Why would anybody, nobody wants my thoughts once a week? Why would they want them every day? That's just terrible. I tried that in a podcast once, remember? And everyone loved it. Everyone, all three people. All three people loved it. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, better yet, share an episode that you don't hate of this with a friend. <laughs> Ask them to subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, please do download on your favorite podcast app. Like I said, please re- leave a rating and review. That'll do it. Everyone get out there and be better today. <laughs>